This economic report is sponsored by Rick Kalb, Wealth Management Advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983, on Spring Street in Nevada City. Rick, K-A-L-B dot com. Well, it's time for our financial update with Gary Zimmerman. Welcome back to KVMR, Gary. Thank you, Paul. Uh, Gary, the Federal Reserve policymakers will be meeting next week to make a monetary policy decision. After their meeting, will they announce what they will do with their overnight interest rate target? Yes, Paul. On September 19th and 20th, the Federal Reserve policymakers will be meeting at the Federal Reserve Board in Washington, D.C. This is the seven Fed governors and the 12 Federal Reserve Bank presidents from around the country. And yes, after the meeting, they will announce any monetary policy decisions, as they've done over the last about 30 years. Um, They'll also publish their quarterly projections for the year in 2023, 2024, 2025 for key economic variables like the inflation rate, the economic growth rate, the unemployment rate, and they will give us their expected target interest rate over the next several years. So, you know, stay tuned for those projections, as well as the announcement about what any policy decision changes. Well, well, Gary, what is the Fed Fed's interest rate target right now? And how does it compare with other interest rates, like, say, 30 year mortgage interest rates? Well, thanks for the easy question, Paul. (laughs) Since the Fed's last meeting in late July, the Fed's short-term interest rate target for overnight loans of commercial bank reserves from one bank to another is in the range of five and a quarter to five and a half percent. And this was, uh, you remember, this is the target interest rate that was near zero until inflation spiked uh, following the pandemic and supply chain disruptions, and the Fed started raising rates in March of 2022. And how do mortgage rates compare with the Fed's short-term interest rate target? Uh, Well, the 30-year mortgage interest rates are higher, and that, of course, has hurt the housing market. Um, For example, if we look at the start of this week, the bank rate monitor is reporting a national estimate of 7.62% for a 30-year mortgage. It's well above the short-term target rate of five and a quarter to five and a half percent. Of course, uh, you know, financial institutions making a mortgage that might stay on their books for 30 years, not to mention a borrower like you or me paying off that loan over 30 years, are also going to be very interested in the expected behavior of inflation over the life of the loan and try and protect their interests. Um, and, you know, again, with inflation currently running somewhere in the 3 to 5% range annually, depending on which measure you're using, you know, there's now a sizable inflation premium built into those longer term loans like mortgages. And, you know, you know, consider that, you know, in the five years before COVID hit and the inflation began to surge, mortgage rates were only in the 35 to 5% range. You know, so, again, much lower than today when you have a, a higher than 2% inflation rate. So... Inflation expectations is an important part of why mortgage rates are higher. Okay, a, a technical question, but a short answer, if you could. <laughs> How does the Federal Reserve raise or lower market interest rates on loans between banks? Well, the Federal Reserve can raise the overnight interest rate target by selling bonds to banks, and that takes reserves out of the banking system. When a bank buys the bonds from the Fed, it must pay the Fed, and that reduces reserves in that bank's account at the Fed. 
And, you know, when the Fed does this with a lot of banks, it can take billions out of the banking system, and that causes interest rates to rise. On the other hand, the Fed can lower the interest rate target by buying bonds from the banks. When the Fed pays for the bonds, that adds reserves to uh, individual banks, um, reserve accounts at the Fed, and that adds, you know, could add billions if the Fed buys billions of bonds, uh, dollars of bonds. Um, can add to the reserves in the banking system, and that lowers interest rates. So you know it's you know it's a simple supply and demand description of how the Federal Reserve policy controls short-term interest rates by constantly adding or subtracting reserves from the the banking system. Okay, Gary. Now on to the real question for this week: What are the financial markets expecting the Fed to do with their interest rate target next week? Raise by say another quarter percent, leaving the way the way the way they are, maybe lower them by a quarter percent. Okay, well, I think um, one can make a good case for expecting that the Fed policymakers are likely to leave their short-term interest rate target unchanged at this meeting. Um, the in re recent inflation numbers have been falling. Labor markets may be cooling a little bit. Um, and that gives the Fed more time to sort of evaluate the economy uh, is, and what it, how it's doing and how inflation is doing uh, before they make their ne next move. And we've we've already seen some policymakers and private forecasters, you know, taking this position and their expectations. Well, Gary, that's a short answer. Do you care to elaborate? Uh, always, Paul. Yes. First, there's been some you know recent comments by Federal Reserve policymakers policymakers that suggest to me that some Fed officials are likely to consider holding rates unchanged at this meeting, you know, especially following the the lower inflation numbers and some noticeable cooling in the labor market in the in the last month. Yeah, for example, the Dallas Fed president Lori Logan was quoted as indicating that the Fed could leave interest rates unchanged in September, but you know, raise them later in the year to continue to keep downward pressure on inflation. And the Federal Reserve Bank of New York President John Williams, you know, said something sort of along those lines as well. So so probably no interest rate increase next week from the Fed. Um, but they're certainly um, possible to get another increase or two um, at the November and December um, Fed policymaker meetings. It's going to depend a lot on what's going on with the economy and inflation and labor market conditions. Well, Gary, November and December are coming right up. So we'll find <laughs> out sooner rather than later. Okay, Paul. Thank you, Gary. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thank you. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco and is currently a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria. He teaches courses in economics and finance.